Welcome to the Female Voice, the podcast made by powerful women for powerful women. The podcast show where true voices come alive to show you how you can step into your own magnetic power. Hosted by Kirsten Terramont. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the Vimeo Voice podcast show. Um, I always start with kind of a brief introduction of who you are or maybe share what you want to bring today from yourself into this conversation so the listeners can also get to know you a bit before we dive in this beautiful story about the voice. Awesome, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Christy. I'm from Ontario, Canada. And what I'm really passionate about and what drew me to your podcast was um, my recent interest in human design. So I hope that that comes up within everything we discuss. Oh, super cool. When when did you discover human design? October of last year. So it's just oh. been over here in human design communities. There's this big seven year cycle focus. So it's, I'm only just at the beginning of my, what they call experiment, but it's pretty much the only thing I think about. It's really, how, how, yeah, I can imagine. I'm, I think I discovered human design in October, 2019. So I'm a bit further along in my experiment but yeah everything is fine but I know you are a projector so I can imagine that was a kind of a shock maybe or maybe it wasn't I'm super curious how 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 did you experience that so I my friend who's a manifesting generator uh told me about it and I was like what's this like I so I have a master's in sociology Um, I've always loved like just getting to the nitty gritty of human behavior. Why do we do what we do? Um, So when I found out, you know, and I'm usually taking personality tests or I'm looking at these different ways to understand humans. Like it's just, it's like a drug for me. I love to understand how people work, you know? So I found out about this. I was like, Ooh, another one. Like, is it like astrology? What is it like the (laughs) shortest? What is it? So I looked into it. I look up my own chart, of course. And it's like projector strategy, wait for the invitation. And I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, you know, so I look more into it and it's like, nope, you can never initiate anything. You have to sit there and wait and sleep. And I was like, this is horrible. Like it felt like a curse. Um, It was just like, I'm so used to people telling me, you know, initiate, work hard, get this done. And I'm one of the workers I know, right? So when I saw that, apparently, according to this human design thing, like I'm not living how I'm supposed to, it was really jarring. Some people, when they find out they're projectors, they're really relieved and it's like, oh, it all makes sense, like a puzzle piece. Um, but for me, it was like a lot. I could see how deeply conditioned I was. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, I've been told by everybody I need to manifest, I need to generate And that's simply not how my aura works. So now that I've kind of accepted that, it's like, okay, you know, now it's a matter of getting people in my life to stop expecting that from me. You know, whether it's my parents or my coworkers, well, my staff, you know, my boyfriend, it's like, why are you still in bed? I'm like, this is what I do. (laughs) That's what I would say is the biggest, the biggest thing. If you look, if you, if, if you look at yourself right now, can you feel now that you are a projector? Is it something that you resonate with already or is it still it's something hard I can to really grasp? It's it's hard to grasp because 
like I said, the conditioning, it's like instantly my mind is so trained to just go to how can I get this done? How can I make this happen faster? Like trying to grab the control, right? Whereas that's just not, you know, for example, um, so I manage a tanning salon. So first thing it's like, okay, well, I'll just do that. But I have two staff who are manifesting generators and then I'll get, you know, frustrated mm -hmm. or, or bitter about things. And it's like, well, why am I just not asking them? Cause I think that they're like me, right? Like we've all been homogenized into this, mm -hmm. that we're all the same thing. And it's, you know, this playing field. Um, so it's, it's still natural for me to try to be a manifester or a generator, but the more that I notice that and the more that I'm actively aware of, oh, that's interesting that my mind wants to initiate this, or that's interesting that I'm not asking for help from a generator who has a battery that they need to exhaust and I don't have that. So, and part of it too, like, I, I don't know if you've looked into the definition of the ego, but mine's undefined, which means I'm constantly trying to prove myself and prove that I'm useful and valuable, you know, and I'm sure everyone has an extent of that. Um, but that's where I, when I'm really conscious of it, I'm like, oh, there's my ego again, you know, just yeah. trying to prove that I can work hard like a generator. And, you know, as you might've heard, that pretty much just gets us sick or burnt out, so. Yeah, I think it's, I have a kind of a similar experience. Of course, I'm a generator, so it's, I think it's different and it's, I can imagine it, how it is to be a projector, but I, of course, I can never experience it. But when I found out that I was a quadride generator, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm consistent. <laughs> I'm strategic. I'm super logic. Like I was in IT consultancy. I implemented a lot of software. Um, I was a super strategic business coach. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> this is not true. But like along the way, way of deconditioning and getting closer to myself, I'm like, for sure, I understand and I feel and an experience now and still it's like this struggle and I've also the channel of struggle, but it's a struggle between the condition, the, the mind, the um, like, oh, this is how it should be. And oh, no, I want to be this. And also like, but the the. the Everybody in the collective is also strategic and everything in business is so strategic. I'm like, how can I fit in? And I think that's kind of a little bit similar to projectors that are living in this generator world and try to be the battery that they don't have. And I find it also so mm, extraordinary that when you are a projector and you are close by a generator that you absorb the battery but that burns you out even more and I'm like wow if how can we all live different at ourselves? but you you close to me you absorbing my battery how can you like shut up or something it's like mm. yeah it's that that buzz, that generator buzz that you guys have, right? Yeah. Like my boy walk in the house and I'm instantly like, like I feel you. And it sounds like something you said um, with the rightness that you're leaning into yeah. versus the leftness that you've been, you know, conditioned into. Um, and all of us have that to some extent. You know, the left people have been con conditioned into the right life, right? Yeah. Um, 
And it is similar in a way. What I'm hearing you say is the correctness versus the resistance. And that's something that I've loved too, is that in the past, you know, we all have our, our not self. So for generators, it's frustration. For projectors, mm -hmm. it's been. And there has been so much for all of us, I'm sure, especially before finding human design, but the, um, the resistance that comes up in our life, right? Like that is something that just used to knock me right on my butt. Like if something happens and it's, and I'm resisting and it's, you know, that for you, it's frustration. For me, it's bitterness of being unseen. It's like the worst experience. Like you feel like, you know, like depending on yes. the level, it's almost like, man, why am I even here? Right. So, but now what I love about the more I learn when that resistance comes up, it's an instant red flag that I'm not living correctly. And it's like, oh, very simple. It's actually relief. It's like, oh, I just, oh, I tried to initiate again. Silly me, right? Like it almost helps with the deconditioning because you're like, oh, I'm doing something that's not correct. Why would I do that to myself, right? I love that approach. Like, oh, silly me instead of, oh, how did you do this again? That's sometimes yes. my approach to yes uh being frustrated so that's a really great way to approach it that's cool <laughs> it works for me <laughs> yeah is there because you told like you have you, you studied socials i also studied social i always have fascinating things for human behavior for behavior child i was in child behavior uh, psychology um was there something in your life that makes you want to understand other humans? Hmm. I do think it's part of just being a projector um, on one level. Like I think I know that projectors are here to ask the question, who are you? Like I've gone through some personal development. I don't know if you've heard of Landmark Worldwide, um, but it's very much about finding yourself it's like who are you what are you going to create in this world again very much tailored to generators which are 70 of the population so it's a smart business model on their yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. but for me i remember sometimes breaking down in tears i'm like i don't know and like it's just it felt like i can't look in and it's true yeah. because we only learn about as projectors we learn about ourselves through the other we're projecting constantly onto people and then we see back the result right so I think on one level, looking at sociology and human behavior was about that. I mean, most of my focus in sociology was about, I love the sociology of gender and I love the sociology of family. So for me, it's like, I want to see how things are separated and how they come together in society. Like, how are we functioning and organizing ourselves as a collective? And again, that's totally projector, like how to manage energy. Um, right. I was thinking of that as well, like having the view, the helicopter view and seeing things, observing things, because also yes. you have the right, right brain, right mind. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Do you experience now, because do you experience differences in your business now you are aware of your projector power? Or it's can you hard. maybe see how you maybe already did it in the projector way um even though it's just a small part of your design of course it is hard like it's because all I've ever known on how to run 
businesses is about working and initiating, right? <laughs> so <laughs> um, it's a little tricky sometimes. Like I, that's where I find myself still kind of falling into it. And the hardest thing is just to relax because it's like, well, how's anyone going to find me or buy my service if I don't put myself out there, right? So I'm still towing that line and walking that tightrope of, okay, do I put myself out there? Do I say something? Is that me trying to make something happen or is that me just doing my own thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I saw your um, threat, your comment in the thread, I was like, ooh, but like, is that me initiating that I responded or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, when you know more about yourself or more about your design or whichever you tool you use, sometimes it can grasp the mind to to wonder or make it logic why things happen. Is this correct? This is incorrect. <laughs> Even though the only the body knows what's really is correct, but how that small box in this kind of big body compared to the to the size of the brain can have such a big impact it's like wow but i can relate to you in, in according to to sharing your message online and the online world and the offline world it's like yeah where is it responding where is it just also something i really want to do because I feel it's my calling or a part of, of my life's work. I, I find that a struggle as well. Like, okay, what's correct? What's incorrect? How can we change the, things that it becomes more correctly? But then again, we have all these systems, algorithm structure that makes it sometimes so challenging to stay close to yourself. Mm-hmm. How do you yep. experience that for yourself? I don't know if you're also in the online world because you mentioned it about your salon, but maybe you have several <laughs> businesses. Um, so the tanning salon, yes. What I also have is uh, just a landing page. So what I've recently started doing is, um, and this would be more the online scope, but I've put, I made myself a landing page as a professional confidant. So Mm -hmm. I find what people tell me, especially with my design, I'm a really good listener. Um, my friends say I'm like a flashlight in the dark. Like They're like, when I'm not clear, I can come to you and you listen to me for five, 10 minutes and suddenly I'm clear on what. And it's not even that I had to say anything. It's that I think as a projector's aura, like we can really pierce in and just go in and organize everything or whatever we do. And it leaves them better off. Like that's what we do. We guide energy. So I was like, well, why am I not offering my natural gift? Um, but that's exactly where I sometimes feel like I'm falling on my face. It's like, okay, well, you know, how will people know that I do this? How can I, because that's what I really love doing. Like I love getting off the phone and hearing the person on the other line. That's they're like, you know, they're more peaceful and there there's no bitterness. Mm -hmm. There's no frustration. Like they're back on their way, you know? Um, so I'm still kind of figuring that one out. I have actually had some people just come out of the blue and that's where I see my projectorness like, oh, okay, I didn't have to do anything. Why am I stressing about this? Right. Yeah. That's probably the biggest area that I can see that. Yeah. I, yeah. I can imagine. I think that's the, the, the beauty and the friction <laughs> we're <laughs> navigating in, in the online world. 
and it's like okay we we need to trust the quantum field we need to trust our response our energy and we also have that like i said that play field that is dense that has algorithm that has structures and i'm like okay do we really have a response on being on mm. on there or is it something i feel aligned to that maybe not always is in response but still feels aligned i find it a fascinating topic but i can also spin around for hours <laughs> finding out how that works for me but yeah i think that's the journey figuring figuring out what works for you doing it your way yeah and make that the most magnetic thing because it's your way mm-hmm how is it for you now to be in this online space and share your voice? Your yeah. Magic. So, uh, what comes up is my thought about our profile. So you're a six-two. You were saying mm-hmm. so you spent basically the first thirty years of your life um, trial and error, right? And yes. that's and so it's so funny when you're like, we got to try everything and see what works for us. I'm like, totally get that. And <laughs> one three, so that's you're how my good. body. Yeah, so we're both the threes at some level. Um, so yeah, it's really a matter of trying what works, trying what doesn't. For for you, it's more the personality or the mind that's trying and like noticing. And for me, it's my body. So um, I tend to just kind of bump into things when they're right <laughs> or, you know, feel this drain of energy when it's wrong. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it. And for that reason, I think for me, it is a little tricky because it's not my body on the online field, right? It's like, if anything, the my first line is a one. So for me, it's like, I just want to investigate everything. And perhaps that's part of, you know, my draw to sociology and human design. It's like, I want to understand the whole system. So that's a lot of my usage online. Like I have an Instagram page where I'm just simplifying as many things as I can about human design. As a one three, I'm here to be the resource, the authority on the topic. So I'm like, let me make this simple for as many people as possible. Um, And, you know, it's, I don't, that's pretty much what I use social media for. I, oh, so the one three is not a very social. It's in fact, the only profile that's in the lower trigram, which means, you know, it's, it's only fourth, fifth and sixth that has to do with relationships, right? So for me, it's more like, oh, you know, is this a funny meme? Is this a good resource? Is it, am I learning something? So it's a little bit limited in that. It's, you know, it is called social media, but I'm not <laughs> always a very social being. <laughs> no, that's good. That's, um, that's totally okay. I can relate to that as a, as a hermit. Yeah. Um, but I can imagine like being a projector, being in this online world, um, having unseen maybe as a trajectory that is out there but if I observe you you feel pretty confident being out there sharing your things doing researching sharing it it feels so natural (laughs) (laughs) what is your trick (laughs) no I of course I I have a lot of confidence um for sure I don't that's you know maybe just my upbringing but no that's cool I love I love that like give me give some to me <laughs> you can have it girl take it <laughs> oh my gosh uh 
No, I was. What was your question? I'm sorry. I completely. Yeah, that's Oh. that that's a good one. <laughs> no, about your confidence online. <laughs> My confidence on like, right. So no, of course, I, it makes me think of how I still have moments where maybe I'll type something. I do think a lot before I type something like a lot of times, depending on how, you know, tricky or scandalous it is what I'm about to say, because, you know, as you know, like our personal truth and our voice, sometimes not everyone wants to hear that. Like probably if we're really honest, probably very few people actually want to hear that. So those are the things that you know, and I don't know about maybe as a hermit, you feel the same, but as a projector, I'm not a fan of small talk. Like I want to just talk about experiences. I want to share, I want to go deep, right? Maybe it's a, a right variable thing. Yeah, Um, and I have a lot of Scorpio energy, so yes. Oh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I do think a lot. It's like, you know, I'm already as a projector, like already largely unseen a lot of the time. So is this going to be like bad press? <laughs> is someone not going to like what I say? Are they going to think I'm dumb? Are they going to
I wouldn't say they're, I mean, they're playful enough, like, you know, in the family dynamic, but uh, no, I, I think that's honestly just a facet of my own personal development. Like, you know, my parents are amazing. They're, they're great. I'm, I'm sure they were at times, I'm sure they did model some things like, oh, who mm -hmm. cares? Um, but they were very religious, like very, they still are very into church and everything and working like they work hard. They're both generators. So, mm. you know, it's a very different, you know, being raised by them. They're like, you should be working nine to five. And I'm like, but it burns me out. I'm terribly sick. <laughs> Something is wrong. Right. <laughs> but they were always so supportive. Like they just, I know that when they say things like that, they just wanted me to be, to have a good life and to be set up and to not have to worry about me. Right. Obviously. So yeah, no, I think the confidence and the playfulness is literally just from observing myself, learning about myself through others, especially learning about how my energy works. Like, there's nothing else to do. Like, now that I've wrapped my head, you know, like, and it's it's just the beginning, but with what I've wrapped my head around so far, it I've really actually experienced, it's not just logical in my mind mm -hmm. that it's it's not worth my time to spend this time upset. It's like my body even is like, oh, I'm already tired of being better. Let's just yeah. go start dancing or go in the garden or something, right? But I also think it has to do with emotionals. Are, do, are you an emotional wave person or are you perfect? Oh, yeah, not, I'm open. <laughs> but you I'm not even undefined, I'm open. <laughs> oh my God, really? Oh my gosh, that must be a trip for you. Yeah, and with the quadritness, it's like pretty interesting because my mom <laughs> is uh, a defined emotional being and she mm. has a personality disorder so it was interesting growing up um but yeah I find it sometimes challenging as well because I'm a pure individual and I have the 360 format channel so melancholy, melancholy mm. is also a part of my being so my challenge is definitely to bringing the lightness and the joy so observing that from you and I also my my partner is really am um, the, the optimistic and okay and he's a, he's a three five so all, um, he has also had that tree the experimenting but he's so much lighter sometimes in yes. how he approaches things so I find it fascinating to observe how you are aware of your being and your mistakes and your approach to it even mm -hmm. though you're just like you're maybe a longer time in personal personal development but for the short time you are in the human design I find it fascinating how you also like okay it's not worth my better bitterness like let's change and I'm like oh I'm here I am in this uh, in this frustrating role again how many times can I, more can I be in this so it's yeah. it's interesting I, I I like that I'm going to <laughs> grab that from <laughs> perfect take it but no I would say it's it's I believe part of the undefined solar plexus too because so my partner has uh, defined solar plexus mm. and so, you know, with him, it's like, he can be way up here, like super, super happy. He's like, he comes home and be like, hi, babe. Like, da da da, you know, like circus monkeys and everything. And then like some days he's like, you know, it's like, oh, I should probably make some plans. Like he's, mm -hmm. he's low. Right. 
you know, and, and as you know, all we do is amplify that. So mm-hmm. then we look like the emotional ones because they're used to their wave. They ride it. They're pro surfers. And we're just like taken out by the little waves. Right. Yeah. At first. At least. So I think um, with us being that calm wave, it's a little bit easier to be like chill. We don't have that, that up and down as much. But again, when that resistance comes, it's easy to be like, oh, again, like, really? You know, and I also have gates of melancholy. Apparently I have, I don't know exactly which, what those gates are, but I I had a reading and she said, I have a lot of them. So I totally get it. But what I learned is that on the other side of melancholy is creativity Creativity. and you can't have one without the other. So then I was like, oh, so basically I'm an artist. (laughs) I've been tested. So are you. I love that. It's so, it's so interesting really to observe how you are in this playing field and I, I I'm definitely trying to be in it and it's sometimes it's working and I'm that playful and sometimes I can keep myself stuck in that um malaconic but because I want to change or make out of it so badly so badly <laughs> that I can't see what is in front of me, but I just like keep on like the train, like keep repeating and keep on going instead of like, oh, wait, you're this receptive being. Just sit back, not enjoy the ride. Step out of the ride. Mm. See the train goes passing by and okay, that's that's, that's the experiment. (laughs) I'm currently yeah. in, but it's 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 nice to come around people that are in that playing field already. It's nice mm. to grab it in because, like I said, I'm aware. I I know it because knowing is a big part of the individual circuitry. But mm-hmm. I know it, and I can relate to it. But observing things makes me always grabs it more yeah. than being on my pro- process, knowing, trying to change, <laughs> being on this rattle of doing instead of, okay, let's go to being. I know it's more important, but <laughs> like, I love to observe it. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's so beautiful about the collective, right? Like we're really, as much as we're here to be individuals and with, I have all mm-hmm. individual circuitry too. Um, I think it's that's when things the magic really happens right is when we come together observe each other and go on our way taking or giving what what there is to give or take right no exactly because I also saw a post of someone about how after 2027 everything Mm -hmm. is based because it's more the individual era and I'm like and she basically she said something like yeah then we're all individual and we're not for the tribal or for the collective and we're mm-hmm. more self-centered and we're more egoistic and we we have less dynamics and I'm like no <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah. true to me it's like yeah it will be different but I think if we live our true self connected to ourselves. Uh, be mindful of how we navigate through life we will have different dynamics because we can 
observe the different people absorb different things from other people that are really in their magic and we can magically co-create together yeah. without needing to plan without needing to force without needing to be at some kind of a systems or mm -hmm. and of course it's it's long term because yeah i think when we enter 2027 it's not all metrically this way but i think when we come together we will experience it beautiful tribal and collective um bonding that's way more natural and way more magnetic and, and passionate than how the tribal and the collective is right now because for me it's yeah. based on survival and it's based mm -hmm. on need and must and um pressure and force it's like we need to be together or we need to have together or it need to be like this in order to work and the individual is, um, how do I say that, is um, having the negative effects mm -hmm. of needing to stick in the tribal or needing to fit in the collective. But it will be different if it, we come from that individual perspective. Yeah, and I think we're already seeing that. Like, as we know, it's not just that things are going to change in the drop of a hat in, no. the, you know, 12 midnight of 2027. Mm -hmm. I think for the past seven years, we're already seeing this, like starting in 2020, you know, family and friends have been ripped apart. I mean, and that's, you know, for whatever reason, let's say if it's intentional or not, but mm -hmm. we can already see what started in the 1600s or, you know, 1781 when the nodes changed last, we have, we have churches, we have countries that have formed, we have schools, organizations, right, that we didn't have before. And so when everyone's like, oh no, 2027, like all these, they're gonna crumble. All these organizations are gonna start falling apart. They already have been falling apart energetically, right? And yeah, family, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're seeing impacts everywhere. And it is horrible, you know, if, if that's what you value, which of course we all value family, we value, you know, mm. organized religion, government, you know, so, but I think there's going to be an equal and opposite blessing from that, you know, like, I mean, connecting with you in Holland about a, like common value. How this cool is would, that? <laughs> right? Like, and I think this is what's more to come. And I've heard too about 2027, it's going to be much more of a, a right life rather than a left life, which we were discussing. That's, you know, kind of something we're built for. So <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, everything is already crumbling and you can look at it from... Uh, a negative and fear-based perspective mm -hmm. and think it has this oh this is going to hurt so much or affect me so much and it will have such a negative part of our of your life but also see the opportunities to build something different I think so many people I talk about like oh the school system it's so outdated Mm -hmm. yeah maybe after 2027 we have a different energy and school wouldn't be a system but it will be an evolved thing <laughs> I don't know which word to to put it to that will help people grow we learn from where we are now but it's sometimes interesting even though how people can place the negative stamp from, from okay, yeah. it's pure individual, so it will be uh, negative. And 
Um, yeah, I find it fascinating. Yeah, I've definitely heard those perspectives that it's going to be, you know, every man for himself and like no yeah. one's going to care and, you know, I'm too busy to help you. But I really believe we're past the, the seven chakra, seven centered human being. We've evolved past that. We're nine centered now. So our concern is not survival anymore, but we're in a life that still values survival. So our minds think that that's what we have. So of course the mind is fearful, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, is that how our bodies feel? Like maybe with, with the nervous system, but I, I don't know. I think we all have exactly what we need going into this transition. Yeah, I believe so too. And it's interesting what you say about the people who talk about it in that way, or maybe talk about it from that old perspective, from, from that perspective that we now for so long have been neglecting ourselves, our voice, our being, yes. our bodies, our needs, our signals, everything that we're sometimes super hard in saying no. It's me, 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 because sometimes we have to go from the one black perspective to the white perspective to come back in the balanced, um, healthy way. And sometimes I think we are still on the other side of this perspective. It's like, okay, it was so much about them and now it's about me. And yes. having that train of thought, putting it as a... Um, trajectory of what will come but I think we will never know right never really know what would Not what will, what will come mm -hmm. how did that how did your life change from 2020 until now hmm. because you had an offline business in 2020 yes so not a lot changed there I mean for me I learned a lot about the government and the different systems. And I thought I already knew a lot, you know, like I took political science as a double major, but I, I think the biggest thing I learned and funny enough, we talk about it in human design too, but the biggest thing I believe I learned is authority. Um, in 2020, 2021, I kind of, I got a new feeling of my own personal authority where it's like, okay, well, you know, this is the mandate, but <clears throat> that's not, something I'm going to subscribe to, or, you know, like I'm going to make a decision for myself based on what I think is good for myself and not maybe what the news is saying or what my family is saying, you know? Um, so that was huge, you know, because I mean, when they're mandating closing down businesses, it's like, well, this is where I pay my bills from. So that's a problem. Right. And we're not getting the support from the government or we are, and it's not enough. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I love, love, and what I saw in my community is so many people, whether they were losing their jobs or quitting their jobs or whether they were, you know, just on a temporary leave, they are all starting businesses. Like they're making cakes, they're mowing lawns. And I was like, this is incredible. And people yeah. are never going back to their jobs where they're, they're sitting at a desk like a robot or whatever. And they're completely a different person wow. lit up about making cakes, you know, or they're lit up about doing renos. And they have the power back in their own hands. So that was incredible to watch. I loved that. Um, and then further, you know, and I guess later in 2021, when I learned about human design authority, I was like, wow, that is a whole other level. And I know since you said you're a generator, a pure generator, yours is uh, sacral and mine is splenic. So I, we both actually, we both make decisions in the moment. We know right then and there, we have that clarity. Um, so it just, I think we're ninjas. I think we're just like, we know, no one can get us. 
<laughs> in the moment. Yeah. And it's um, it is sometimes so interesting when you know a lot of human design. I was just with an appointment and she asked me like, yeah, maybe later we could do this. And now you have some time to make the decision. I'm like, I don't, I don't need time. <laughs> do you are you maybe emotional defined right. you maybe, maybe, or maybe you are a mental projector or you're a soundboard so uh-huh. you you have some kind of it's also they need time because they yeah. need um clarity by speaking to different people and i'm like hmm, this is interesting i'm curious <laughs> why is. you are telling me that <laughs> right it's funny eh? when people are like you can take your time and we're like well thank you but you know, and maybe in the past, I would, I would have thought I appreciate that. Like, thank you. I, I do need time. It's polite. Right? Yeah, it's very polite. That's a perfect word. Um, and it makes me think of the, actually the same friend who introduced me to human design. Um, I was just, I had a, a couple of girls together and I was like, let's do a, like a Christmas friends party, you know, on this day. But I know that this one's emotional. So I invite her. I was like, Hey, we're going to do this. And by the way, as a projector, that's what I find is best instead of inviting. It's like, I'm going to do this if you want to come like you're more than you know it's I'm I'm not initiating it's like I'm doing this anyway mm-hmm. um so I was saying you know oh, if you want to come and she's like I and I knew instantly she's very busy she has two young children she just started her own uh really successful practice so she's killing it um but she's I could tell from the text she's like oh like she doesn't know how she's gonna feel that day right and she's like how do I balance this and I was like just let me know the day of Because it doesn't change anything, right? And she was just like, I love you. Because I understand the way she needs to make decisions. It's like, if you aren't feeling it that day, it's the same with my boyfriend. Like, we'll we'll say yes or no to something. And then the day of, if I can tell that his body is like a no and he's pushing through, I'm like, you know what, babe? You don't have to come. Like, it's not going to be good if you do. (laughs) So you can stay home. But it's the same for us because a response or yeah a response because I know you don't respond but in terms of logic you kind of do because you say yes or no um to to a thing or not maybe yes or no or you you follow the invitation up with words but I find it fascinating that sometimes in the moment of questioning it can feel like a completely yes and in the moment that the the event or the thing arise yep no and I'm like so true okay and now yeah (laughs) yeah and that's just trusting the body that like you know this sounded like a good idea and maybe it was at the time but now you know something it could even be as simple as avoiding a car accident like our bodies know that right yeah I still find that so fascinating I'm, I'm curious because you are right mind right brain how is it for you to have appointments or dedication to certain things on certain times of the day? Do you already experience differences in that now knowing you have kind of more of a slowly way of living? Mm. Um, I think a lot of my conditioning still allows me to follow through on those because especially with an undefined ego too, apparently we're not supposed to be making promises and sticking to them unless they are like really something that's aligned. Right. So that was tricky because again, a lot of personal development is about integrity. Keep your promises. Right. It turns out for like at least 40% of us, that's actually really unhealthy, which blew my mind. I was like, but this is integrity. But another definition of integrity is 
alignment and integrity with your own body and your own energy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, well, maybe saying yes to this morally important thing is actually out of integrity for me and my body. So for me, I mean, sometimes, but, and, and maybe later on in my experiment, I'll start changing things up and it'll not be very pleasant for my mind, but mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I have at least generated a lot of freedom. Like I'll, you know, if my friends invite me to something or whatever, I'm kind of learning to be like, you know, if it's not personal, let me let you know the day of, or, or I'll say yes. And then if something comes up, it's like, you know, ladies, like, you know, I, I feel yeah. like this, right. Or I'll even just go out with them and just be how I am. Like, just like, Hey guys, I'm not yeah. feeling good today, you know? And, but this is the friendships I've cultivated too, where that's totally acceptable. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to say like true friends would understand or aligned yeah. friends maybe is a better word. And mm -hmm. I find it fascinating when you talk about in integrity, because I think in the online space, sometimes when it comes down to leadership and be a le good leader in your business, supposed to be like, you should be here online always because that makes you um, a good leader. People who can trust you if you be here all the time, showing up for them. But if you look at it from the land, from human design, often it's not... <laughs> what it is it's so conditioned to be there all the time for other people and neglecting yourself and I find that sometimes very harmful and frustrated that that's still a voice that is so outspoken online mm -hmm. well and that's very much the ways that you know generators can become slaves because you have that battery you know people know that you need to exhaust it um and so it's like okay well I guess I should do this you know I, I have the energy so sure and projectors become as they say super slaves because we don't even know when to stop <laughs> we're like no. all right I've been online for 48 hours like do I get to sleep now or and then we crash and burn so yeah, yeah I agree it's I think I hope that's one of the narratives that changes too, coming closer to the the change in 2027 yeah me too Why do I need to be online, you know, especially depending on your environment. So I'm a mountains environment active. So apparently it's best if I'm actually harder to reach, like not as easy to reach, which when I heard that, it felt like freedom. Like I get a little squirrely sometimes if I'm at the salon for too many hours a week. Again, before I knew this, I would just push through. It's like, well, I'm here, you know, I need, I to, need to be here. I'm the leader. Yeah. I'm the boss. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Interesting. I would get so just over overworked like and it sounds silly because it's it's actually not a lot of work but energetically I'm absorbing everyone who comes in at such a deep level and it's like you know maybe I was only there for five hours but I come home and like I need a nap right yeah. so when I learned about environment it's like actually it's best for me to not be there all the time there are others that are you know whether it's markets or kitchens like maybe they're a little bit more built to be around people doing things um And, you know, that's, I wonder how that looks in the online space. For me, I guess, maybe I'm not supposed to be here all the time. <laughs> no, like I'm a cave person and the hermit. So for me, that doesn't feel good to be, um, be there all the time because sometimes I need my hermit space and I need to be in my cave without all the people that kind of can come in 
um, via the online world. And I thought, find it different to do this kind of conversation because this is my cave. I invite you kind of in my cave. It's like settle. Um, it's completely different when I like open up the door showing myself. <laughs> yeah. And actually I'm the one who loves to observe and not really am the person that um, wants to be observed by itself. So it's interesting. And I really do hope um, that we piece by piece, bricket by bricket, we can change the online field. Like everybody can come more to themselves and their, their waves ways. So um because sometimes I have the feeling that you get punishment. And of course, that's my mirror and how I perceive it. But then the algorithm punish you because you choose to do it your way. And of course, yeah. I can still learn from that because maybe I lack some kind of trust to it's like, okay, no, if you don't want to reward me, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just taking my stand. I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. And I think then the reward will come in. But it's like, I still hope that more different, differentiated people will come online and mm -hmm. share from that perspective. I'm curious, what feels your way of doing business is that something you can share yeah fuels like, like what fuels my my way of doing it yeah so again i think it comes back to my profile so as a one three i'm the kind of person that i want to as long as this you know topic lights me up i want to learn absolutely everything about it so um i love i i didn't when i found the industry but i've grown to love tanning i love Oh, I always love skincare. So the tanning lotions, like stuff like that. It sounds so silly, especially like knowing that I have a master's degree. People are like, why are you working at a tanning salon? I'm like, listen, this is the coolest job and I love it. Um, so, but it's, it's always me on the webinars. So our suppliers do these product webinars and they'll ask questions and give out prizes. And it's like, I just, again, right mind, right brain. I'm always absorbing everything. So I'm always winning prizes and my, because I have the right answer because I remember, right? Um, and my supplier will email me. She's like, really another prize. I'm like, yes. <laughs> She's like, this is why you do what you do. So as long That's as I'm so little cool. at it, it's like, you know, I've even joined a, a webinar halfway through and answered a question correctly that I didn't even like, I just knew it from another webinar. And that's the magic of the right variables that we both have. Like, we don't even remember why that's in there, but it's there. Um, and then with, with human design, it's like, which I really believe is going to be more of what my quote unquote business is moving forward. Um, I just want to learn everything about everything. I know that is like borderline impossible because it's such a massive and intricate system, but projectors are here to master systems as yeah, well. And yeah. what I love most is the, what really fuels me is I love the acceptance that people receive when I, you know, at a bar, I'll meet, whoever. And of course I bring it up. It like, it comes up, I sneak it into the conversation. I pull up their body graph and I'm like, Oh, and then I start reading and they're like, are you psychic? And I'm like, no, I'm reading it. It's right here, you know? And, but they like a lot of the time it's, it's happened that they will get literal tears in their eyes at a bar. 
And it's like, I know that sounds kind of silly, but I'm like, this is so fulfilling. Like they have a moment, just a blip of self-acceptance where they're like, oh my gosh, someone gets me. Like, I don't have to do it the way I've been doing it. This might not be correct. And what I just learned this week too, apparently only 4% of 4% of the population will hear about or have access to learning human design. And that, I know that almost broke my heart. I was like, And I don't know if it's correct for me to be like out sharing about it, but I'm just like, this has been such a gift. Like, I'm sure you can talk for hours about what you've gotten from it, like how your Mm -hmm. life has changed. And to think that like people just don't know about this stuff, you know, it's, I know it sounds silly since I'm so new to it, but it's, it's changed my life, like fundamentally on a cellular level. So for me, I'm just like, well, I'm going to talk about it. And maybe that's part of the 4%. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Does that also make it makes it so easy or quote unquote easy for you to share your wisdom of how you perceive source material or human design online? Definitely. Yeah. Like for me, it's all about, again, investigating martyr, like the one three. I just want to understand everything. I want to dive deep into all the rabbit holes of how this works, understand the system fully. And then with the three, like trial and error, try it for myself. Does this work for me? Does this not work? You know, and what I love about the source material is it's all experiment based. So he's saying, you know, things that are correct, things that are incorrect. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, try it for yourself, see what works. Mm. Because I just think there is such a depth in the layers of who we are that there could be some little thing in there, you know, like without seeing the exact second that you were born that explains why. And at the end of the day, do we really need logic if we've experienced what works for us and what isn't, right? Wow. No. We think it's condition-based that we think we need logic. Right. Such a collective programming. Yeah. It's entertaining for the mind, right? I, I love logic, but it's it's it stays in the mind. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. I also think of the condition, even though of 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 or it how you create things to the good, not good. I am better than she is because yeah. I can't do that. It's like when we follow our body and our creation that comes from that way, it doesn't matter if it has a label good or bad or incorrect, correct, best, uh, good. That doesn't really matter. No. So I'm, I'm, I like it too. I mentioned this quite before now, but I like it how your natural way of being online and having a presence there is is awesome i'm i'm conditioned by all the marketing and strategic coding that i i loved when i came online and learned about marketing and strategy and how it how that system worked i love it and it came so natural to me and now coming along in this journey and i'm like hmm it's kind of a pain in the ass, but I know there's a reason why I gained all this wisdom. I yeah. I know I need to. I'm um left angle cross of wishes and here to create new systems and structure. So I know there's something in it, but it's really nice to 
see how you move in this online field, just being or 90%, maybe you're also kind of a bit of condition in the online world. I'm not quite sure, but I see for the most part, you just being you online. And I'm like, oh, can we have more of that, please? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to. And I think what you said about, you know, you, you love the logic of the system and understanding the algorithm and that you want to, you know, if like, even with your incarnation cross, I think you would have to understand and fully get your hands dirty in the current system in order to bring about a new one that mm. obsoletes the old, right? Like, obviously, even just given the title of what you're up to, the voice, I think that's something you're here to, to really generate. Yeah, it's beautiful. So thank you. But do you feel conditioned by by marketing or strategy or are you just like again silly strategy, silly <laughs> silly you know logic? What? I'm just doing me. <laughs> silly logic. I uh had the opportunity to experience burnout like like couldn't work and which was debilitating. I'm like, all I know is how to have three jobs while I'm in school what is this? Like I, I moved overseas. I was managing a hotel development with my investing group. And I, I, I was like, why am I doing the smallest task every day and feeling sick and feeling this brain fog, like this pressure. And I ended up coming home and I literally couldn't work for like three or four months. And then I had to start back slowly at a job that wouldn't drain me, which was a tanning salon, which got me to where I am now. Um, and so for me, I, I healed, you know, to the extent that I can, the burnout. And maybe it's a gift. I've never thought of it this way. But I think now when I get this conditioning of you should do this, you why aren't you doing this? You need to be doing this. I still have that root in my body that's like instantly exhausted. And I'm just like, maybe, but I'm going to do it this way. <laughs> like It's a matter of health, right? And especially, again, learning about how, First of all, I don't have an energetic battery per se, and I don't have a consistent manner of, of getting that energy. It's like, well, who are you to say that I should be doing that? Like, you don't even know if, if first of all, if that's correct for me, I don't even know if I have the consistent energy to fulfill that. And I sure I'm not going to make a promise or, or agree to an expectation just to prove that I can, or just to prove that I'm worth it. Right. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, I, I love your rebel energy in it. Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. It's beautiful to to watch how you can turn into that experience into these beautiful gifts, and not fall into the trap. And I think maybe your three is then something positive because I'm climbing on the roof. Like I just just turned thirty one. And I'm like, oh, that trial and error phase is still there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to climb the roof. And on a certain point, I, I, I love to fall back like the donkey shouldn't hit the stone more than three times. Now <laughs> I can hit it hundred times. Like, I need yeah. much of the experience, but it's like, I think that's the, the difference between between the three and the six like yeah. okay I tried this it's different and I'm like I need the experiences <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then when I'm on the room I'm going to watch every everyone so it's like exactly. it's interesting I I 
I find it cool. Yeah. Oh, it's the coolest thing, I think. Yeah. What's something you, what's some kind of a life quote or a lesson that is valuable to you that you often share with people that you maybe want to share as an ending of this conversation? Okay. So the one that comes to mind is, and I used, I'm only sharing this because I used to hate this quote and I used to make fun of people who said it when I was conditioned, right? And I'm still very conditioned, obviously, but when I had no idea about stuff, I hated, I, I would make fun of people who said only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? Like, how are you ever going to achieve anything? How are you going to manifest or generate or work or accomplish anything? Right. And, but again, in that life, I had a face full of acne. I had resistance like crazy. Like my body was like, stop, stop. Right. And I'm like, we must carry on. Um, and when I learned about human design and, and just even experimenting with my own energy, it's like the flow is the only thing that will actually get me. And as frustrating as that is, mm -hmm. you know, or as bitter as it makes me feel, I can actually start to see like all the best things that happen, meeting my partner, you know, getting to where I am now in life. I could not have controlled that. That literally flowed to me. And if I had tried to resist it, I would have missed it, you know? And, and I believe everything happens for a reason, but I'm really able to just, day by day relax and let go and trust the flow and uh try to notice where i'm resisting oh that's so cool thank you so i know it's not really not really a quote uh no, it's, i always find it hard to like put it in a box or but yeah. i love to like have some experience or something that is aware your feel pretty often to to share i like it to end the conversation with it but i haven't find the best way to invite yes. people to it <laughs> i was gonna say thank you for inviting me into your cave <laughs> it's been so nice being here <laughs> yeah i love it too i was like okay i think we should wrap up <laughs> because yes. i think we could still go for hours and hours I'm and sure at, some, at some point we We need to close up and 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 wait until the magic yes comes again. Um, yes. For the listeners, I always love if someone resonating with your energy, wanting to know more about your work or you as a person. Where can they find you online? Uh, I have an Instagram page called Applied Human Design. And I have a booking page. Um, I believe it's bookme.name slash Christy Thor. Um, probably Instagram is the best way just because it's a little bit easier. Cool. But my booking page is through my Instagram. Cool. Cool. Christy, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you so much for listening to the Vimo Voice podcast. If you have any questions or you want to step more into your true magnetic power, please become a member of the free Vimo Voice Facebook group where you can find more tips and valuable content to help you activate and monetize your voice. Or if you have found this podcast episode valuable, please give it a shout out or share it with your friends, family or people you know who can benefit from it. 
Thank you so much in advance. If there's any link mentioned in the episode, you can always find it in the show notes. I hope to see you next time. Bye for now.